0: This week, the National Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine performs at Roy Thompson Hall. They bring music by the relatively unknown Ukrainian composer Yevhen Stankovich. Gary joins me now to tell us about him. Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you. So who is Yevhen Um uh,
1: Yevhen Stankovich is probably the leading Ukrainian composer of his generation. He's now in his 70s. He's been a fixture on the musical scene there for quite some time. He's been a very influential composer as well as teacher. His music has been much celebrated there. He's not that well-known in North America, but he is a very successful composer in Europe in general. He's won several awards, several prizes. He is a kind of old-school composer. He comes from the old Soviet system of training, so he's, a, you know, he's got that tradition in his background. But he's actually a very inventive and very interesting uh, composer with a very, very personal voice.
0: Mm -hmm. What sets his music apart? What makes it so outstanding?
1: Well, I think in general, when you start to look at Europe and the musical styles of Europe it's it's relatively easy to, to to identify french styles and german styles and even russian styles ukrainian styles are somewhat different his music is uniquely ukrainian in that it is very slavic clearly very slavic but at the same time it doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't have that russian kind of uh, discoursiveness to it it's much more atmospheric much more moody uh, there's a great deal of passion in it there's a great deal of color in it but it's not really built on the sort of traditional models that we might expect from a violin concerto, for example.
0: Okay, and violin concerto is uh, on the program that the National Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine will be performing. What should people listen for in that concerto?
1: Well, actually, it's a very passionate concerto, the, the soloist is amazing. Dima Tekchenko is, is an unbelievable player. The concerto itself is a very... It's like a soliloquy. It really sets the violin against the orchestra like a solo voice. There's an innate drama to this piece, which I think is quite theatrical in some ways. The music is quite, I would have to say, quite um, moody, quite dark. It's a very, very sort of introspective piece. It has a kind of continuous flow, uh, which kind of sweeps you along with it but it is definitely a darker work much darker than the first piece on the program it has one of the most incredibly beautiful endings with this i don't want to spoil it but the ending of the violin concerto is really quite quite touching quite dramatic there's this little hymn tune that appears and and this the solo violin kind of wafts over it it's a very very beautiful ending
0: now he wrote a ballet called the night before christmas I understand the plot, though, is quite different from oh, yes. what we know in North America.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, it's, it's actually almost funny to, to, uh, you know, to talk about this piece because our expectations are of the famous poem, of course, The Night Before Christmas. This particular piece, is uh, this is a suite taken from a ballet that's actually based upon a story by Gogol. But his concept of The Night Before Christmas ac- is actually a lot more like our Halloween than it is The Night Before Christmas. Apparently, in The Night Before Christmas, the devil is free to walk the earth. And that's what this oh. ballet is about. It's not about Christmas the way we understand
0: No, no Santa Claus and no all that. No Santa Claus in this one. Something Nobody more like a Tim, Tim Burton way. movie maybe.
1: It is very much like a Tim Burton movie. Uh, the devil walk, goes abroad and he torments this poor villager. And, there's a, of course, there's a very happy resolution to it all. But it's really an incredibly different take on The Night Before Christmas.
0: Also on the program is Tchaikovsky's Sixth Symphony, his most popular mm-hmm. and, uh, I guess, enduring. Why do you think that is?
1: This is a really amazing piece. Interestingly enough, you know, the, the title in Russian doesn't mean pathetic. It means passionate and it was actually mistranslated into French as pathetic. But that has kind of stuck to it because, of course, the circumstances of, of its composition. It was premiered by Tchaikovsky, con- with Tchaikovsky conducting just nine days, I think nine days before he he passed away. And there's been much speculation over the years about whether or not he killed himself. You know, I mean, there's a whole, f- there's a, a backstory to all of this that goes with it. But, I mean, that, that kind of, obscures the fact that really most of the symphony is really upbeat. Very, There's a, an amazing scherzo in this symphony that's one of the most upbeat things he ever wrote. It's a really astoundingly beautiful symphony in every way, not just because of its dark ending. It has some of his finest music, some of his finest melodies. When you look at the history of music, Tchaikovsky has to be one of the greatest melodists ever, and that's really obvious in this piece.
0: Well, it sounds like an amazingly full program and uh, I encourage all our listeners to go and listen to the National Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine on Monday. Thank you so much, Gary, for coming in and telling us about it. Thank you. That was TSO composer advisor Gary Kulesha. Catch the National Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine performing two pieces by Stenkovich on February 13th.